Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. The first thing I ever did was um, that I didn't realize I never did anything without telling everybody what I was doing in my house. If I was going to go to the grocery store, even if I was going to go from work to the grocery store, I would text my ex and everybody else in the house. I'm going to the grocery store and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave or come to the house without telling somebody I was leaving. I, I wouldn't go out and walk my dog without saying, hey, I'm going to go walk my dog. So it was the strangest thing. To, it was, I always had to get permission to do everything and I didn't know how to not get permission. So when I, he left, I started doing that with my kids and they were like, mom, we don't care if you're going to go hiking, go hiking. <laughs> we can care less, like go. And I'd be like, Wait, you don't care if I go hiking? Be like, no. We don't care, mom. <laughs> you know, we're going to go to the movies when we don't care that you know we're going to the movies. So that was my very first thing. And it took me, honestly, about six weeks to stop telling them what I was doing. And consistently where I was like, all of a sudden, my kids are like, oh, my gosh, you don't tell us anymore where you're going. It's kind of cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, the little things like that, you don't realize you just don't realize it at all, what it is that the programming that you do and how detrimental to your own health and your own well-being it is to have to do that. Have to, you know. And now I come and go all the time. I sneak in and out of my of places now so that they won't know. <laughs> so it's great though. And and they love it. I'll come back from something and I'm like, where were you? And I'll tell them, they're like, oh my gosh, did you have fun? I'm like, yes. Yes, I had fun. What's it like yeah. having that ability to see that now? It's so powerful. It feels so powerful for me to um, have 100% responsibility in myself and nobody else. So I'm not masking anybody else's poor decisions anymore. I'm not make. I'm not fixing all those things. And since I'm not fixing anybody else, I can just fix myself. I can, I mean, if when you're in such bad spots, it's not just mental, mentally bad. Like physically I had broken down. Like my shoulder, I had frozen shoulder. I couldn't lift my arms, had all these physical issues that are gone now, like totally gone. Um, and I have these mental things now that I'm dealing with just being stronger, but it's so much better. My, my worst days now are, are because I'm working on things. They're not because somebody else, you know, did something to me. They're because I'm fixing, fixing things. And it feels so, I'm just feel empowered every day to find out who I am and what I'm capable of doing. I, I've done, I journal now. I never used to journal. And I was looking back at all the things I've done in this last 12 months. And I could look at, I could have taken my last 12 months 
and my last 22 years, I did more in my last 12 months than I did in 22 years for myself. Like yeah. I went on trips with my girlfriends. I learned new, I learned how to stand up paddleboard. I learned how to kayak. I learned how to um, do some rock climb, all these things I learned how to do. I dance on TikTok now. <laughs> I would have embarrassed everybody before if I had danced, you know, I'll sing karaoke now. I have a horrible voice, horrible, um, but I'm okay. It's okay to have a horrible voice and sing. Like, I'm not going to make money singing, but I'll entertain you singing, <laughs> you know? So it's so empowering and it to feel like, um, you're in control of your own decisions. It's I want to nice take you back a little earlier. You said something that for me, it raised a flag. You said fix. And when I hear you speak and when I see you, I don't see anything broken. Why did you choose that word? That's a good question. Um, I was so broken. I think if you don't know who you are, you're broke. Like I didn't know who I was. So I put in so much effort for so many years in fixing everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, and by fixing them, I think I wanted them to be happy, but I never considered making myself happy that that was even part of it. So fixing is, I mean, I don't think it's a bad word. I think it's a good word. I think it's, um, I think once you realize that, I think once you realize that it's not bad to fix yourself, I don't know. I just, I still look at that. I'm, I am a work in progress. I, um, I think if, if I think I'm, I've gotten there, then I don't know, maybe in six months, I'll think of this differently, but I still feel like I'm this work in progress of even yesterday, I, um, I reacted to something. And after I reacted to it, I like, I didn't beat myself up for it, but I wanted to fix what I did. I was like that. I didn't want to react that way to it. And, um, and one of my kids said to me, he was like, mom, what do you like? It's okay. You can act. It's okay that you got angry at that. And, but I still want to be better. I still want to fix those things. So I don't know. I don't know why I use that word, but I guess I use it. I guess I really am still working on fixing. I guess I still am working on, you know, believing that I'm okay being whatever I want to be. I think I'll, you know, that's my journey is, <laughs> to not fix all those things probably but we'll see where that takes me <laughs> one of the biggest takeaways from for me with my divorce was um knowing that i was good enough because i always thought i wasn't and it was like once i realized that and i was able to walk away from the marriage and knowing that i was good enough it was it was like a whole new world i saw color where there wasn't any and it's yeah. One of the things that happens to us that's why but I, I asked you that because you know fixing for me or 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 working on oneself it's what we automatically do 
you know, when, when, when we get our lives back, right? Cause we live our lives with other people and this intention and, you know, the white picket fence and everything around it. And then when we get our lives back, when we get to create the lives that we want, a whole new world opens up. So now, now that you are single and what are some of the things that you're creating aside from rock climbing and everything else that's for you, like your mind, your body, your soul? That's a good one. Um, I'm kind of a workaholic, so I'm trying not to do that, which is why I'm doing all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your business so that we know what you do? Um, well, my business that I've had for quite a while, I um, run a dog training facility. So I have 17 employees now, and they're amazing. And we're still growing. So um and I always thought this was my end game. Like this was my thing. I was going to have multiple locations. Um, and since now um, I know it's not, and I'm starting another business and um, which is where my social media is taking me. And I'm just kind of letting it take me, you know, you found me, other people are finding me just telling my story and um, helping other women is has become such a big passion. Um, but I'm also realizing <laughs> that I, again, that's my pattern, right? I work with dogs because I can help fix them and I can save them from being in shelters. Um, if I help humans realize dogs, you know, that have little issues. And so training for me was keeping dogs alive. So now I'm realizing that putting that energy into sharing my story is helping a lot of women. And most of the people who follow me are women, but is helping women. But then at the same time, I have to, there's that fine line of how much of myself am I still giving away? And can I step back and just look at it? So I don't know. I don't know where this is going to take me. I don't know where. I was such a planner my whole life. Like I had to plan everything. Now I'm trying to not plan and to just let things organically happen and to say no. So um, I do different things that I've lately been saying, Hey, I'm not feeling like doing that. So I'm just not going to do it Um, without giving an excuse. I'm learning how to do these things. So I don't know. I'm still, again, I'm still like, trying to figure out who I am, trying to figure out what I like. I honestly, I gravitate towards helping people because that's what my soul says to do my whole life. But I have to do that this time in a way that I don't lose myself. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.